What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? So, it's another panic attack with Big John. Got the Star Wars shirt out of the laundry so I can wear it again on the podcast. Um, And this is not a Star Wars podcast by any means. Man, I need to do some redecorating with the background. Still got Jimmy Snooker over here. Um, rough day today and yesterday, yesterday, oh, man, boob really shown today. Um, but politically speaking, I had the boring Republican national debate yesterday for the, uh, future, future second place to Donald Trump. I mean, what what else do you call it? Um, and it, it, it's just crazy to me. What? Why are these people even debating on stage? And they were asked that, and they had all the right excuses. Move my ashtray over here. Um, you know, well, this is America. We we should debate things and. Chris Christie tried to do a piss poor Donald Trump impersonation. I'm going to start calling him Donald Duck because he's ducking all the debates. Uh, The bigger thing today, though, the the more important thing to America, uh, was the first impeachment inquiry hearing. Um, Mind you, this is the first hearing. And I think Rep. Byron Donalds really did well. Um, some key players that we're going to talk about. Um, AOC was there. Rep. Mafume was there. Uh, Professor Turley got asked a lot of questions and made a lot of pun- good points. Um, the Democrats were just, just sad, just pathetic. Uh, Rep Garcia, Rep Gomez, I really like Hispanic people. Uh, there was a, at the end, at the end of the first few hours, they took a, a bathroom break, uh, and there was a hot mic moment. I was watching on right side broadcasting and I got through most of it and then towards the end it just got repetitive. Um, but the hot mic moment, somebody said uh, going into the bathroom lunch break, is it okay for you to be cross-examined by the children's table over there? I don't know who said it. Uh, It seemed like it was one of the witnesses. Because, of course, they weren't the ones being examined and cross-examined. But who was... Who are they referring to as the children's table? I think they were referring to the Democrats that way. But we'll see. (laughs) That was... That was a hot mic moment. 
And I'm probably the only one that's reporting on that or picking up on that. But I think Byron Donalds, uh, congressman from Florida. Um, Mr. Dubinsky, I want to come to you. That was him talking to Mr. Dubinsky. And they were going over some flow charts uh, and text message from the Hunter Biden laptop. We'll get into some of that later, but listen to Byron Donalds and what he had to say. Quickly, a lot of talk about evidence. On the screens in the room, we have an organizational chart from the IRS investigative team that was looking into the business that was practices of Hunter Biden and his associates. This org chart is from 2014. Now, Mr. Dubinsky, when my former life, I was in community banking, and I'm com I'm comfortable with looking at organizational charts. When I first saw this chart, the first thing I thought about was a real estate holding company or a developer, and this is not to demean developers in the great east state of America, but developers typically have multiple companies that float with various business interests and business lines. But the funny thing is that in the business dealings of Hunter Biden, there is no real estate. None at all. So, Mr. Dubinsky. So, what he's getting at here is what was Hunter Biden selling? What was the product behind these 22 shell companies where this money was being moved around? He's going to explain that too, I believe. Your professional experience looking at this organizational chart of business structure, what do you see here? I see a very complicated structure of entities uh, that are interrelated and would give me concern. If I were an investigator, I would want to know what's going on in these entities, who's behind them, how's, how's the money moving between them, and what is the substance of the transactions? What's really going on here? Mr. Dubinsky, do you think... What, uh, sir, that's Mr. Dubinsky. What he's saying, the substance of the transaction, what's the product that they're selling? So if it's real estate, as uh, Byron Donald said... The, the property is the substance. There's no product. There's no substance to what these shell companies were selling unless it's access and influence. It's in the, in the interest of this committee that is now in an inquiry phase to actually find out all of the uh, flow of money between these entities and what the purpose was. Absolutely. Uh, next slide, please. For my colleagues on the other side. I want to point a key word there. Inquiry. This is not a hearing to impeach. This is an inquiry. It's an investigation. They're finding evidence. Throughout this whole thing, the Democrats bring up, well, where's your evidence? If you had a smoking gun, you would have shown it by now. And blah, 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 woof, woof. That's not what these hearings are about. The inquiry is to gather the evidence to then put into the articles of impeachment that are the, the uh, Biden moment, pardon me. The articles of impeachment will have the evidence, the smoking guns, and blah, 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 and then more witnesses will be brought in. All right, we're going to start talking evidence now. This is now a slide of the organizational chart of the Hunter Biden business and business uh, companies and, and with associates from 2018 from the same IRS investigators who were broke down the business structure in 2014. Does this slide cause you the same concern, Mr. Dominsky? Yes, it does. Okay, now let's talk about some more. Actually, one point I want to make on this. 
ladies and gentlemen, if, and I know it's kind of small, so I would love to submit, I will submit all this for the record. I would love my colleagues on the other side to see this. In 2014, one of the key owners was Devin Archer, who did testify and who did was, uh, uh, was under deposition under oath by the oversight committee. In 2018, Devin Archer is no longer listed, but his wife, Krista Archer, is now listed. Mr. Dubinsky, when you see a situation where ownership interest moves from one spouse to the other, is that a concern of some level of fraud, potentially? I, I would call it a red flag. That's something I would look at and, and, again, try to get to the bottom of what happened there. Was it just transferred? Was there money behind it? What was going on? Okay, thank you. Next slide. Now, this is to a text message. This is a text message um, between, uh, it's going to Naomi Biden. That's what this one is. Later on, AOC will point out that this looks like a screenshot, but it's a, a, a Photoshop to look like a screenshot. And then she wants to submit the full context of the message to evidence. We'll get to that later. Hold on, let me get my stuff back. There we go. Sorry. This is the WhatsApp text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. In this text message, it clearly says, anyway, we can talk later, but you've been drawn into something purely for the purpose of protecting dad. This is between Hunter Biden and Jim Biden. Last time I checked, the father of Jim Biden and Joe Biden has now passed away. So I'm assuming this is Hunter Biden saying to Jim Biden, the president's brother, that you've been brought in this for the sole purpose of protecting dad. Miss O'Connor, do you think that this text message would lead this committee to get further information about the business dealings of Hunter Biden and how that actually links to Jim Biden, the president's brother, and why they are so concerned with protecting dad, a.k.a. Joe Biden, a.k.a. the president of the United States? Yes. Thank you. Next slide, please. This is a text message between. Uh, I didn't realize how loud I breathe until I listen to myself breathe into this microphone. So I'm sorry. Um, Hunter Biden and Naomi Biden. And this one's a famous one. Everybody knows this one. This is a famous one that says, I hope you all do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. But don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you. I won't make you give me half your salary, Mister Dubinsky. I said long ago that it was part of Hunter's problem that he was the income source for the Biden family. So all this money moving around that Republicans got their panties in a wad over. This is what Byron Donald is pointing out right now. If you saw a text message like this in a potential money laundering operation or a potential pay for play operation, would you be looking for information related to money going from son to father? Absolutely, without a doubt. Thank you. Next slide. Oh, this is a fun one. Ladies and gentlemen, this one is from 2018. This is about four months before Joe Biden launched his campaign for president of the United States. December 2018. The highlight is, this is a text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was in a bad way, by the way. He was, he was really strung out. He lost a bunch of money. He needed help. Jim Biden says, 
this can work, you need a safe harbor. I can work with your father alone. It'll probably take several months and everybody can read the text. Miss O'Connor, Mr. Dubinsky, if you saw a text message like this between the president's brother and the president's son, wouldn't you be concerned about them trying to give plausible deniability for the president of the United States to not have any knowledge of said business dealings? It's worth investigating. Please answer the question. It's worth investigating. Mr. Dubinsky? I would agree. I would, I would investigate this. I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Gentlemen, yields back. Um, Mr. Dubinsky, I'm going to come to you quick. Okay, so it was automatically restarting. So that was a well-put-together thought by Byron Donald, which uh, was hard for the Democrats to put together uh, well, well-thought-out things. It was mostly personal attacks on the witnesses, um, talk about the government shutdown. They all had these uh, their laptops turned around facing uh, the audience and the media cameras. And every laptop had a countdown clock. Uh, how many days and hours and minutes and seconds left until the Republicans shut down. Um, they're using stall tactics, constantly bringing up points of order, point, uh, point of inquiry, uh, just to be disruptive and drag this out. Rep. Mafume. Mafume, Mafume, pardon me, forgot the little accent over the E. Uh, Democrat, he said, you know, MAGA Republicans are behind this. I can point them out to you. And the chairman of the committee said, okay, point them out. Who are they? <laughs> Where are they if you can point them out? Um, uh, then he started talking about, you know, the government shut down. The clock is ticking. He's pointing to his clock. Uh, the Democrats brought up several times, where is Rudy Giuliani? There were two motions to subpoena Rudy Giuliani. Uh, they say he was Trump's trigger man behind this. Because uh, Trump sent him to Ukraine on a fact-finding mission about the corruption between Burisma, the fired attorney, prosecuting attorney. I keep calling him the attorney general, but I guess in there in uh, Ukraine he's called the prosecuting attorney. So there was all of that going on. They kept wanting to bring Rudy in, uh, and that motion got tabled a couple of times, of course, on a party line vote. And maybe Rudy Giuliani will come to testify at some point. It's just not the time right now. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez talked about serious inquiries, that there have to be serious inquiries for this to be an impeachment inquiry. This is serious. <laughs> and uh, she said that there had to be eyewitnesses, that the uh, witnesses today are not eyewitnesses. This is day one. More witnesses to come, I'm sure. Uh, you know, what eyewitnesses did they have on Trump when they did all of his impeachment stuff? They had a few, but. Um, 
she also called out Rudy Giuliani, uh, talked about the speech and debate clause. Um, then she accused Byron Donald's screenshots of not really being screenshots uh, that they uh, submitted. They only submitted part of the conversation. Well, Democrats do that all the time, too. They did it several times today. Uh, partial quotes from people, partial videos uh, for evidence all the time. And at this point, I'm like, this is just an, she's an embarrassment. No real questions, no real substance. So just attack people. Um, her question to uh, Professor Turley, who's a well-renowned legal scholar, constitutional scholar. Um, he said, uh, wait, hold on a second. He said, the question is, does this evidence of corruption to lead to the president? That's what they have to put together. There was clearly corruption and money changing hands for influence and things like that. But does it lead to the president? And he said the only way to find this out is to have this inquiry. <laughs> so right there, he he busted open the Democrats' argument of we don't need an inquiry because there are no eyewitnesses and all of this and that. Um, then Turley was attacked because he argues against and he represents people uh, in regard to what he called morality legislation. Uh, and he represented some polygamists in the past and said that you know the government should not regulate morality. Uh, and apparently one of the polygamists uh, ended up being a child molester, which is disgusting. But Turley said after he was given time to rebut his attack that he denounced that polygamist once he found out about the child molestation uh, and conviction. That he wasn't defending a child rapist. He was fighting the legalization of morality or legislation of morality. So, uh, Rep. Higgins, uh, I believe he's from Louisiana from his accent, that French Southern accent that comes together only in Louisiana. Uh, pretty cool accent, actually. Uh, he asked Professor Turley, what were high crimes and misdemeanors in 1787? Um, and Turley pointed out that there were various terms rejected by James Madison and the founders. Uh, they did not want to limit the impeachment process to prosecutable crimes uh, or the criminal code. So they wanted to keep it open to actions detrimental to the United States. And so they left it broad, and there is more to that sentence than high crimes and misdemeanors, by the way. But if this is a bribery, an influence peddling uh, scheme, 
that is a high crime or misdemeanor. So, Rep. Garcia, Democrat, uh, said, talk about no, no evidence, MAGA shutdown, because the government's close to running out of its budget for the last year, and we need a new one, but we need it to be in single pieces of legislation, not one huge omnibus bill with omnibus bill with pet projects and uh, pork barrel spending thrown in there at all levels. So, um, you have to have this inquiry and you have to inquire and investigate to find the evidence that the Democrats keep saying isn't there. It's going to be there when the inquiry is over. And the Republicans did, as you just saw with Byron Donalds, present evidence. Um, there were attacks on Jared Kushner, who's Donald Trump's son-in-law. Mind you, Jared Kushner is the one that brought the peace deals between Israel and Arab states. Historic peace deals that people thought could never happen between Israel and Arab nations. Um, evidently, after he left the White House, he got uh, money from Saudi Arabia. But this is after he was out after Trump was out. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's influence peddling goes back to when Biden was vice president. And then after he announced his run for president, it started back up again. Um, basically, I just felt like this Garcia. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I thought he was kind of stupid. <laughs> um, a lady named uh, Stansbury talked before him. She's not a bad-looking lady. I, I got the feeling by the way she was gooning at him that they have something romantic going. But anyways, that's not what I put in my notes. <laughs> uh, then came Rep. Gomez. There was a Republican in between there. Then Democrat Rep. Gomez. Uh, it's it just pathetic. He's talking about 20 shell companies, and it's actually 22. Uh, she, he said that you know these are hunters' companies, and that Republicans keep calling them Biden family companies. One thing: why does Hunter Biden, who makes no product, has no nothing to offer anyone other than he's Joe Biden's son, need 22 companies? And as you saw in Byron Donald's testimony and slideshow, there was, or there, there were companies in other people's names, and they changed names and changed owners and things like that. He, Gomez pointed out that Trump has 117 companies, and your point is the. Every company that Trump has, has a purpose. And somebody else pointed out that, you know, developers, I think it was Byron Donalds and that first thing I just played you, they point out that, you know, real estate people, developers, they have multiple companies for different things. And a company as big as Trump 
they're going to have hundreds of companies within the brand, the, the overall company. Uh, th this guy's just, this Rep Gomez is just stupid. He thinks he's being philosophical, and he's just pathetic. Um, Rep Letourner, uh, he brought the receipts about the big guy. Republicans brought a lot of receipts today. A lot of information, screenshots, slides, photos, and things like that. Uh, we had Representative Fallon talking about, you know, Russian and Ukrainians paid Hunter Biden money. And then they had access and attended state dinners where Joe Biden was at. And they got to meet Joe Biden as vice president. Um, ranking member Raskin then starts trying to attack the emails and the text messages. Uh, he questions where the Republicans got the emails. Uh, is citing uh, as not authenticated. They've been authenticated by several news sources, the New York Post, the first one, uh, Rudy Giuliani, the computer repair shop owner. Uh, Hunter Biden is now suing the repair shop owner to get his laptop back. So Hunter Biden is authenticating the laptop from hell. So <laughs> it's like these people are just throwing stuff out there hoping they get their soundbite on PMS, NBC, and CNN, uh, and these other news networks. Well, Representative Rankin pointed out that Republicans are using unauthenticated information. Oh, shite. So, let's look at this childishness from Representative uh, Moskowitz. This dude cracked me up. He had these bracelets on. He had three bracelets on his uh, right wrist for different uh, charities, causes, whatever you want to call it. But this is just sheer childishness. I mean, listen, I, as a former director of emergency management, I know a disaster when I see one. I mean, by the way, don't, don't, you don't believe me, just, just ask Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, your guy, just went on and said, you know, perhaps... Whose guy, Steve Bannon? Yeah, well, you, you know who Steve Bannon is. Uh, perhaps, Steve Bannon just went on and said, perhaps the Republicans shouldn't have started with a witness. He was talking about Professor Turley, who was going to say right off the bat that there wasn't an impeachable offense. He's, he, I quote, he says, perhaps we should have put him on the maybe list for one of our witnesses. So right now, Professor Turley has said there's not a peachable offense right this minute, that they have to do the inquiry to get the evidence and the impeachable offense. But uh, Moskowitz is quoting him out of context for dramatic purposes. So your other witness, Ms. O'Connor, gave a complete recitation of the last 
nine months, eight months of these hearings. She went through some of the greatest hits that have come out, right? Everything that has been presented, you know, both in these committees that we've been having on TV, all of the evidence that you guys have been presenting over the last eight months, all of that together. And what does Professor Turley say? It says everything we know at this juncture doesn't rise to the level of impeachment. Boy, that is awkward. I, I mean, I look, I, it's like political impeachment malpractice. But look, let's let's go back at some of the previous comments that my colleagues have given. So the chairman, and I have a slide, the chairman goes on Hannity, right? You guys all know Sean, you, you, you appear with him on Fox News all the time, right? And Hannity asks a softball question, right? This is a total softball. Do you believe that this is now officially the Joe Biden bribery allegation? And do you believe you will be able to prove it? The chairman should have just said yes, but nope, he says hope so, because he doesn't have any evidence, couldn't say yes, right? Next slide, please. Then we have then we have Senator Grassley. Grassley says what we all know out loud. We aren't interested in whether or not the accusations against Vice President Biden are accurate. Chuck, we know. We know you're not interested. <laughs> Again, taking things out of context, one sentence out of, well, one sentence from each person, representative, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, and Grat and Senator Grassley, uh, just like they accused Byron Donalds of taking a few sentences out of a larger text message. In, in the truth. Next slide, please. And then Donald Trump, you know, he's giving it all away. We know he doesn't. He likes to show his cards. He says, I think had they not done it to me, perhaps you wouldn't have it being done to them. And this is going to happen with indictments, too. So, you know, Donald Trump, the tough guy, right? What is he saying? He's teaching the lesson we all teach our kids, right? If they do it to you, go do it back. So, look, you know, look, we're all appearing now in the world's worst acted TV drama, right? It's been picked up for a second season, the real House Republicans of oversight. You know, perhaps the material is so bad due to the writer's strike. Uh, I, I mean, how many Republicans, Freedom Caucus members, part of the chaos caucus have said there's no evidence to impeach joe biden uh and again of course we know it's not about the evidence why here is a list of all of the articles of impeachment that have been filed by my colleagues some that are on this committee when was the first article filed it was filed in january of 21 two weeks after january 6th so before we had a single hearing before they went through this myriad of fishing they were filing articles of impeachment. Pro Professor Turley, you said this doesn't rise to the level of impeachment. And you said they shouldn't prejudge. Well, here's a list right here of every single member, many on this committee, prejudging. They're filing articles of impeachment. COVID, Afghanistan, Hunter Biden. And they're all one-upping each other in the Donald Trump friend Olympics trying to get invited to the sleepover at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I filed articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. No, I filed articles of impeachment against Kamala Harris. Wow, that's okay? how, uh, it's, it is ridiculous. But this is what this is about. Let me show you. It's a simple board, right? All right. Pause him for a minute. Here is tone of voice there, how mocking and child. That's how a sophomore in high school argues with his friends. All other presidents in the United States, 50% of the impeachments. Donald Trump, the other 50. Donald Trump has half of the impeachments in American history. But you know what? He's got 100% of the indictments. 100%.
of all indictments, zero for the other presidents. Listen, I'll, let me do it another way. I want to channel my inner Tim Russert. So let me go to the board, right? And I don't have Florida, Florida. But Donald Trump impeachments. Oh, how many impeachments? We got two there. How many indictments? We got four. How many for Biden? Zero, zero. Donald Trump is right. I'm, he's sick of winning. He's just winning, running away with it. And that's why we're here. We're here because of Beth. That's what this is about. They can't save Donald Trump. They can't take away the two impeachments and the four indictments. But they can try to put... They're there because Biden actually broke the law. And this goes back to when he was vice president. Some numbers on the board for Joe Biden. But the problem is when you sling mud, you got to have mud. And they just don't have anything, Mr. Chairman. So look, I, 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 we get it. We know why we're here. That's why they say the Biden family, the Bidens, James Biden, Joe Biden's dog, Commander. But, but not Joe Biden. Never Joe Biden. So when are you going to have the vote on impeachment, Mr. Chairman? What are you scared of? Call the vote. Come on. If you all think there's so much evidence, we're here. They want to call the vote before the evidence is uncovered, which a lot of it has been. The media is just not reporting it. <laughs> they want to call the vote before the Congress and the American people can hear the evidence. Call the vote on impeachment. Impeach him right now. I dare you. Gentlemen, time's expired. Chair, no recognizes uh, Mr. Gosar for five minutes. Okay. So, my question right here at this point in the inquiry hearing is who is Hunter Biden for people to give him all this money? Who is he? What does he have? What? Who is Hunter Biden? What abilities, what assets, what skill does he have? What product does he have to offer for this amount of money, millions of dollars to be sent to him, given to him, paid to him? And the other families in these uh, LLC companies. What is there? So Lauren Boebert was up after that. Um, she talked about Hunter's business partners moving money from account to account. Russian billionaire gave Hunter uh, money uh, and then attended state dinners. Basically accused him of selling access and Biden, saying Biden lied to get elected. Uh, she got called out, uh, I think it was by AOC, saying that, hey, you know, we're not supposed to call uh, the president a liar. There's a House of Representatives rule on that, but that rule didn't apply to this hearing setting. Let's hear from one more dummy crap on this. This is just tremendous. President is, of the United States has committed. Uh, this is from uh, Sebastian Gorka's Twitter, we, if you want to find it for yourself. Start talking about things that look like evidence. They want to act like they're blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. 
looks like in the shitter to me. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets, say on the stage at Mar-a-Lago. When we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments. Let's say 32 counts related to unauthorized retention of national security secrets, seven counts related to obstructing the investigation, three false statements, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, falsifying business records, conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, one count of conspiracy to violate civil rights, 23 counts related to forgery or false document statements, eight counts related to soliciting and I could go on because he's got 91 counts pending right now but I will tell you what the president has been guilty of he has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward and honestly I hope and pray that my parents love me half as much as he loves his child until they find some evidence we need to get back to the people's work which means keeping this government open so that people don't go hungry in the streets of the United States and I will yield. <laughs> oh, thank you for yielding. Um, don't, oops, pause. I'm going to play a, a second clip from her. <sighs> she uses that's day. That's day in a sentence. I'll play it for you again. She's bobbing her head. She's waving. You hear paper rattling. That wasn't me for once. <laughs> making noise in the background when she was rustling paper she was waving computer printouts of the boxes of documents that were stored at mar-a-lago mind you mar-a-lago is a private estate it's guarded by the secret service and trump was working with the uh fbi uh and the official records keeper to secure the documents. So the picture she's waving above her head on a, a computer printout that looks shitty. She couldn't even get slides together, couldn't even put together a PowerPoint. Uh, or things that I could have printed out. But listen to this again. Just so. But when we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the shitter to me. First of all, it should be they want to act like they are blind. Speak freaking English. Here. But when we start talking about things that look like evidence... They want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the shitter to me. In the bathroom. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets. Say on a stage at Mar-a-Lago. When, Mar when we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments. Okay. But when we... That's where the video ended and it restarts. So, the Democrats are just bringing up uh, this word, if. They, they counted, I think Professor Turley was keeping count of how many times the word if was used. And he's actually a Democrat uh, witness. And he, there were a lot of times he rebuffed what the Democrats were saying. He pointed out, you know, things like 
the 1787 and what high crimes and misdemeanors were and the debate uh, that took place back then. Uh, where were some of my quotes from Turley? Yeah, high crimes and misdemeanors. Various terms were rejected. Madison and the founders did not want to limit pro limit it to prosecutable offenses. They wanted to be broad. Uh, one of the Democrats attacked their own witness because he fought against legislating morality in the case of polygamy because it's a religious thing. I'm not a polygamist, don't believe in polygamy, but again, also legislating morality can be uh, a negative. But the Democrats said, well, you guys use the word if too much, if, 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 and if, and if some more. There's going to be a lot of ifs until they put together the chain of evidence that leads up to Joe Biden. There is nothing that Hunter Biden had to offer this world aside from being Joe Biden's son. And if you read things from Hunter Biden's laptop, if you read from Ashley Biden's diary, you see Joe Biden was a bad parent. Uh, Hunter Biden says he made Joe made uh, Hunter give Joe half of his income. Well, why? Because Hunter's income was based off of, hey, my dad's a senator. I can give you access to my dad. It's been proven that you cannot afford the homes that Joe Biden owns on a senator's salary. So Hunter was paying the bills. He was the breadwinner from the family while Joe was playing politician. While Joe Biden was trying to be Joe Kennedy. This is the first hearing. The first hearing. And the Democrats are insisting on and demanding from the Republicans on the committee the final evidence. We're going to get there. But in a hearing and in, in an inquiry, you have to put small pieces together to get to the big enchilada. They have to have the inquiry, the witnesses, the testimonies, all these things. It's an inquiry. It's not a trial. Know the difference between inquiry and trial. It's going to take a few hearings to get to the crux of the biscuit, to get to the point. Uh, the Democrats will keep, keep attacking witnesses personally, keep degrading witnesses, uh, keep trying to humiliate witnesses, and keep using their stall tactics, and points of order, and points of inquiry, all of that nonsense that they, they've used today. Uh, I'm interested to see how these hearings go. I'm going to try to watch as much, or pardon me, these inquiries go. Try to watch as much as possible. Uh, it's several hours long. It's not an easy thing, but it's quite interesting. So, God bless you guys. Pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless.